he wouldn't just run over to the fence and shout at them, Oi! You! You suck! Hello everybody and welcome back to my podcast, Esme's Country Life. Today we're talking about a bit of a controversial topic which I haven't really talked about much on the channel and that is hate in the equestrian world. Um, So we're talking all about that, a little bit about um, a time where hate really upset me and I almost quit YouTube. So there's a lot to dive into, a lot to to talk about. Often if you guys are regular listeners of the podcast you'll know that I normally talk about you know my day to day life with the horses in the countryside with the cottage that kind of thing often actually talking about embarrassing stories um and funny things that have happened but today we're talking about a bit of a topic I've talked about a few different topics on the podcast this episode actually I just want to put it out there this is I've actually filmed this multiple times hopefully this is the one that you guys get to listen to just because I want to try and make it right because it's such an important topic to talk about and I often ramble for way too long and go off onto different topics. But anyway, there we go. Anyway, before we begin, I just want to say a huge thank you to the sponsor of the podcast, Redpost. Redpost is an equestrian and country store based in the UK, but they also ship all over the world. And if you're listening to this podcast episode, once it is straight out... It is currently Black Friday at Red Post. They have some huge deals, up to 50% off Lemure, huge savings on Fairfax and Favour, especially the footwear. So go and check it out. The Black Friday sale finishes on the 27th of November at midnight. So the deals only last for a limited time. So be quick. But anyway, in, thank you so much, Red Post, for sponsoring the podcast and into the episode. I don't really know where to start with this because normally I'm like, hey guys, this is what I've been up to this week, but this is going to be a little bit more serious. I'm going to try and make some bits a little bit more entertaining and funny, but we're going to start off with a quote that I've kind of made up myself, which you'll have to let me know if you agree with this quote or not. But something I always say to myself is, there's no such thing as a bad rider, but there is bad horsemanship. I always say you're not a bad rider, you're a learning rider. Obviously, there's bad horsemanship, which is a whole different, you know, can of worms, which we're not going to be going into today. Um, But obviously, there are some horrible people out there that don't look after their horse as well. But we're not going into that. We're going into learning riders and beginner riders. That's what I think is more what we're going into. So anyway, um, something that I think all of us in the equestrian world have probably seen at least once, if not, you probably don't use social media that often. And that is, if you go on anyone's, anyone's, you know, social media, I've even seen this on Olympic gold winning riders, you know, top riders at their A game, winning championships, that kind of thing. There is always at least one person being like, you're not doing that right your heels aren't down, You're, you need to sit up more, like, just, I don't know, things like that, and it's like, girl, where is, th- where is this from? Because I always think it's so strange to comment on a random stranger's post on social media and tell them that they're not doing a good job or, like, they're doing something wrong, because if I was walking down the street and someone shouted at me something horrible or something not so nice, I'd be like, oh my goodness, that person, you okay? What's going on in your life? You got some issues? Like, I don't know who you are. Why are you shouting at me? But for some reason, people think it's all right to do that on social media. Also, something that I was thinking to myself earlier is 
is this a normal thing in like other sports? Like, are there ice skaters or football players or tennis players? And in their comments, they're just people being like, you're not doing that right. That was bad. You're bad at your sport. You're doing it wrong. Or is it just the equestrian world? If you guys are in like other sports as well as horse riding, please let me know because I feel like, I don't know if it's just a horse riding thing. Like I feel like equestrians are so mean and nasty to other equestrians and I don't know where this has come from. Like I feel like it's been like that the whole time in the equestrian community and I just want to put it, I just want to stop it. Like why is everyone so horrible? I don't know if it's jealousy or that kind of thing. But um, I thought we would first start talking about beginner riders or learning riders I want to say learning riders because I feel like we're all learning like you know once upon a time Charlotte Dujardin or you know John Whitaker or whatever top rider you guys look up to I'm sure they you know got on a horse for the first time you know I'm sure John Whitaker the first time he went over a jump I'm sure he was like well you know off to the Olympics next week, you know, let's go. I don't think so, you know. Everyone's first try at something is not going to be great. Like Picasso or other famous artists, I'm sure their first drawing that they did as a child or painting or whatever, I'm sure that wasn't a masterpiece that's now, you know, up in museums and things like that. So, you know, be kind on yourself. I think also um, there's like, I feel like there's a level also that I feel like this is something that people say in the artist world. I feel like every equestrian goes through the stage where they really beat themselves up about their riding and feel like they're a really awful rider, which um, I'll put my hands up. That's happened to me before at a few stages. Um, But yeah, to take it back to the art world, because I just heard this quote and it really resonated with me and you can kind of put it to any skill that you do. When you first start off, you know you're going to not be great. It's all fun. You're enjoying it. It's something new. You see yourself improve a lot because when you first start out, there's going to be a lot of improvement because you go from not knowing how to do this skill at all to actually knowing something. And then you get to a stage where you can see what good art is or what good riding is or what being really good at that sport is. But you're not quite there yet. You're kind of at this level where you're like, I need to be there, but I'm not there yet. And you beat yourself up loads. And I think it's really important to sometimes look back and see how much progress you've made, how much you've improved. And that um, with some more hard work and determination and putting that effort in, you'll improve even more. And sometimes, you know, there are going to be stages where you take you get a little bit worse or take steps back and um again there are so many different reasons why people improve at different sports or different i'm gonna try and i'm gonna say different sports but i'm gonna mainly relate this to horse riding because that's what this is kind of about being in the equestrian world but um yeah there are so many different reasons why people are learning riders or learning about horses again i feel like there's this quote that i have heard as soon as i started horse riding and that is with horses you're forever learning because number one all horses are different. What I do on Joey and what I do on Casper, a lot of the time, totally different. Something that might work for Casper, Joey will be like, mate, what are you going on about? That does not work for me. So um, there's that as well. I feel like different horses, you learn things. I feel like different instructors, you can learn things. Um, But also one of the things that really upsets me is when people who um, have been riding for a while comment nasty things on beginner riding riders or learning riders. Or there are so many different reasons that you would you could never know from just seeing a few seconds on social media about what's going on in that person's life. Maybe they haven't been able to have as many lessons for financial reasons, or maybe they've started riding as an adult rather than child, because as a child they um, couldn't afford riding lessons, and now um, they've worked really hard, they've got their own income, and um, they're able to have riding lessons now. Or maybe it's due 
to time commitments. Maybe um, someone has to look after their family or um, someone like that and maybe they can't go to the barn as much and that's why they can't have lessons. Or um, there's health as well. Maybe somebody's been really poorly in hospital and has had time out of their sport or time out of riding and therefore is a little bit rusty. Or even new mothers as well. If someone's, you know, literally carried a child for nine months and had some, you know, time out being absolutely incredible. Hats off to all the horsey mums out there. You guys are amazing. I really hope one day I'll get the privilege of being able to have my own children. But anyway, um, yeah, maybe you've had time out because of that. There are so many different reasons why people improve at different rates. And, you know, if that's time, financial, health, all that kind of stuff. Um, so number one, I feel like it's so ignorant and so horrible to just comment on someone's post like, you're doing a bad job. You're not good enough because that person might be really, that might be, you know, it, especially as I know there's a lot of young people who love horse riding and want to share it on social media like I do myself. And, you know, they might be really proud. They might have had their first canter the other day or maybe they did their first jump and they post it on social media and then they just get this random person come along being like, your heels should be down more or you should fold more over a jump or something like that. Like, goodness grief. This poor person, they're just trying to share their passion that they're learning at the moment. And someone just has to come along and um, I'm going to try, you know, I'm a fr- family friendly, this family friendly channel. I'm going to try and, be, you know, be nice. There's probably other words that I would use, but I'm going to say idiots. We're going to call these people idiots. There's just, you know, there's just some idiot that comes along and they just, you know, just say some horrible stuff and I'm like that is just so unnecessary like if you were I don't know why this is just so strange like if you were at a horse show and there was a beginner rider or a learning a learning rider you know jumping at a lower level than you you wouldn't just run over to the fence and shout at them oi you you suck like you just wouldn't do that like it's just so weird why I don't know like I know some people have some some strange issues, but I don't know. I just find that so weird. Um, so if you do that, just just think to yourself: Would I actually say that to a person or shout shout that at a person at a whole show that you didn't know? I don't think you would. And if you do, you need to sort your life out. But anyway, so there's that. Also, I think this is something that I want to talk about because recently on social media I feel like a lot of people who are social media content creators have taken up horse riding which makes my heart so happy I love people love seeing people discover our sport and enjoying it so much and I just see so many people that are like tearing them down or that kind of thing and I'm like why are you doing that we need more people in the horse world to do more things and then the horse world can grow and there can be more shows or just it just makes everything better the more people that do horse riding the better um But anyway, that's my little, I mean, I was going to say that's my little rant. I feel like this whole podcast is going to be like a little mini Esme rant for you guys. But anyway, I don't know why. It just, I feel like there's lots of different, I feel like there's no way to keep people happy because if you're a learning rider, there's going to be people telling you you're doing that wrong. But also if you're an incredible rider doing really well especially if you're young as well and you're doing really well there's going to be someone that's going to be upset with you or jealous with you or that they're either going to be like oh you're a spoiled brat when they don't even know the person that person could work so hard and like look after their horse and all that kind of stuff or I don't know or there's another thing that I've seen recently which actually one of my friends she's been getting a lot of hate um for this and 
they were commenting that she is wasting her horse's potential because she's not jumping it or competing it at a level that it was at before, which I feel like is so ridiculous. Can you imagine saying that like in any other sport? I know horses are animals and they're not objects and I don't want to objectify horses because they're not machines at all. But I just, I'm trying to put it into perspective because I just find this so funny. Can you imagine someone getting really angry at like a tennis racket? Can you imagine like at a tennis club being like, oh my gosh, that poor, poor tennis racket. It should be at Wimbledon. It's so nice. It should be at Wimbledon when actually it's just playing at the local court. That poor tennis racket. Can you imagine that with horses? I don't think a horse cares where, what level they're competing at, if I'm honest. Can you imagine Mickey getting off the trailer at Pony Club with little, little you know, nine-year-old Esme and him being like, Oh, goodness grief. Have a day off. I'm at Pony Club. I'm too good for this. I should be at Badminton or Burley doing the big jumps. This is, you know, no, no, not good enough. No, no horses like that. I feel like a lot of the time, because as humans, we are very ambitious. And a lot of the time, we're never happy with what we have, which in some ways is good because it means that we strive to do better and that kind of thing. But also sometimes I feel like it's a bad thing because people are never happy with what they have. Um, Obviously, everyone's different. Some people have different levels to that. But horses, they live a little bit more in the moment. They, you know... A horse doesn't care if they take home a first place rosette or a sixth place rosette or no rosette. They don't care. At the end of the day, all they want, some nice food, some nice friends and have a nice life going out and doing some fun things. I'm sure Casper wouldn't care if I took him round a course across poles or a course at 90 centimetres. He'd be like, girl, I just love my jumping. This is fun. You know, so I feel like that's such an odd one to hate on as well, because surely it's so much better for a rider that's learning or at a lower level to have a more experienced horse to look after them, to teach them the ropes, show them how to do things, boost their confidence, help them improve, than a learner rider or a rider at a lower level having a horse that is... um, has done less training, has less experience and um, probably needs a rider that's more experienced to train them. You know, that's just, I mean, I feel a bit hypocritical saying that because I was a 12-year-old at one stage with a seven-year-old pony that hadn't really done much and was very green. That was Casper, by the way. Um, And yes, that was a very difficult time where I fell off a lot, hurt myself a lot. But, you know, I got through it. I'm definitely, do not do that, guys. If you have the choice between a young, unexperienced horse when you're young and unexperienced or one that's experienced that can look after you, get the horse that can look after you. I mean, I always say like, I feel like quite everything happens for a reason, but I feel like Casper has made me the rider I am today and I wouldn't, going back, I'd do it all again because I love the little guy so much. But, you know, please, if if you're a young, a learner rider, don't get a young horse. It's it's not going to end well. Anyway, um, back to what I was saying, you know, there's just, I feel like you can never make anyone happy in the horse world. Um, also, I feel like, I don't know if this is just, you know, maybe me growing up in pony club culture with pony club mums who are very, very competitive, but I feel like they get to a stage in riding where everything has to be like a competition. If it's like, 
you have to I don't know like I don't know how to describe it but it just everything becomes a bit more serious and I know that it's always good to improve and to push yourself and do well and achieve and that kind of thing but at the end of the day when you're nine and you're doing a local pony club show you don't need a mum shouting at you like I've heard some it's always the mums as well or, or dads but it's always the parents it's never the kids it's always the parents that are awful um there was once a mum I think I can't remember if I've talked about this on the podcast before or not there was a mum that said this was actually I was volunteering at a pony club show I think and this was with like really young kids like they were doing the cross pole classes and this child must have been about seven or eight and anyway the mum shouted at this kid and said if you don't canter the whole course if you break to trot once I'm selling your horse or selling your pony and I was like oh my goodness how horrible is that? The poor kid. Or there's the other opposite end where there's like bribery and there's some mum being like, oh, I'll buy you this new game or I'll buy you this, that or the other if you win. And I was just like, oh my goodness. My parents, I think I've said this before, but it makes me laugh so much. My parents were like, just go out there and have some fun. Actually, can you like knock a pole in your show jumping so we don't have to stay for the jump off? Because I kind of want to go home. (laughs) Actually, it was more that my brother was there and he wanted to go home and they felt bad that my brother was hanging around at horse shows. So thank you very much to my younger brother, Max, for coming to all the horse shows and pony club and horsey things in your lifetime. I appreciate it. And, you know, I put it to good use. It's kind of my job now. So... Thank you very much, Max. But anyway, I felt like, like, don't get me wrong. I used to love competing and I used to compete with Casper in the pony club team all the time. We were jumping about, what, 80 centimetres, 90 centimetres. That was kind of like our, 80 was his comfort, 90 was pushing it a little bit, but he was good. Um, but anyway, uh, they, you know, we got to the stage where it was like, all right, if you want to be in the team, got to sell Casper, sack him off, get rid of him. Or you can't be in the team anymore because you're not good enough. And I was like, oh, okay. That was, you know, a little bit mean, a little bit sad. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like when horse riding gets too competitive, that's when we lose so many horse riders. I feel like in the UK, it's really common at the age of 16. That's kind of like the cutoff point between ponies and then moving up to horses. And also the jump from ponies to horses is such a big jump that I feel like you lose a lot of people then. Also at like 16, you know, people, people grow up a little bit they have their own life there are other reasons you know exams parties that kind of thing why people quit but I don't know I just feel like sometimes when horse riding gets too competitive people can lose the fun of it and then they just give up completely which I feel like is really sad because you guys know how much I love horses and what an incredible sport is um but yeah so yeah back to hate I felt like I got quite I don't know it's weird I say quite a lot and quite not a lot I think it's because I'm quite good nowadays at managing it and I think sometimes I forget how much it used to affect me especially as you know when I started social media I was 15 and I'm now 22 so I have definitely grown up quite a bit I remember my first ever hate comment and I didn't take it too much to heart because I just thought that person's just a bit mean um but this was on a I think it was a video with Mickey and someone just commented your horse is ugly which if you don't know what Mickey looks like he is a Cremello so he he's kind of looks like an albino horse he has like pink skin blue eyes 
white coat. Um, but I think he's very sweet. He's a little unusual looking. Don't get me wrong. Not many horses do have blue eyes. But I think he's beautiful and unique in his own way. And he is gorgeous. And he is like my baby boy. So that was like one of my first ever hate comments. But since then, uh, you know, there's been so many other ones. Mainly people... Actually, I remember once. This is so... I find this so funny nowadays looking back at it. I had a video of me jumping and some I had two comments and they were literally like one above each other and one said my stirrups were too long and one said my stirrups are too short and again going back to like commenting like random things on people's posts I feel like number one you shouldn't be if you're not a qualified instructor you shouldn't really be like telling people randomly on the internet how to ride because you could be telling them to do something that actually potentially could be very dangerous and number two I feel like if you're a qualified instructor, you wouldn't do that for free, you know? <laughs> like, and also you would know not to judge someone's riding for like a minute clip or like a few seconds clip. You would probably want to get to know that horse and rider well, have regular lessons with them, which is what I do. And I always, you know, nowadays take all of my advice from my instructors. I'm very lucky to have, you know, Felicity Collins is my regular instructor who's a five-star eventer. There have been so many other incredible riders that have given me incredible knowledge that I still use today with my equestrian journey. Um, but anyway, yeah, so number one, could be just a bit dangerous commenting you know to do this that or the other number two it's just a little bit strange um but also i thought i would talk about some of the like other comments i have i feel like this is this is the bit of the podcast that i have been dreading a little bit and we're gonna really you know deep deep down into some past esme sad experience i guess um i'm laughing but on the inside i'm crying you know um i'm i'm all right i'm all right now and i feel like nowadays again i've grown up a lot as a person i can laugh about it and i've had everything under the sun told to my face or told to me online so i feel like i do have very thick skin and i feel like whatever you say nowadays like i'm all good you know it's not gonna it doesn't bother me at all I feel like one of the things that helped me most with hate in the equestrian world was deleting the comments straight away and then blocking them there's this um thing on YouTube actually if you block someone on YouTube they don't actually know they're blocked so they will carry on typing their comments and but they just won't show up nobody will be able to see them so I I don't know why it makes me laugh so much but I always think it's like someone shouting into the void because they're like still putting all this energy into you know typing whatever comment about me or about whoever but it's just not going anywhere it's just going into the void so enjoy shouting into your void that's what I always think when I click block but there we go but anyway we're gonna go into some deeper comments now so um I do feel like my riding position has improved a lot since I've been on social media. Some of the reasons for that is because I've had more time to put into my riding and effort and that kind of thing. And also I've been able to have more lessons with top riders when before, like financially and also time wise, that just wasn't as possible for me when I was younger. And, you know, that kind of thing, especially as now I do. I'm very lucky to ride more often as well with my job um you know a lot of it is me riding the horses at home that kind of thing um so I'm very lucky with that but um 
I've had some comments that have made me upset, which I've never really wanted to admit before because I think I've even had it where I've met other YouTubers and they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you get like, no, you literally get no hate. You're like so loved and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, girl, no, <laughs> I just, I delete it. I block it. I don't even like reply. To be fair, sometimes I do think of a nice sassy reply, but then I'm like, no, that's just so immature. Just, you know, bin them off let them shout into the void it's all good okay okay i'm sorry i keep beating around the bush but i'm gonna tell you the things that make me upset i think the things that make me most upset is when people don't think i care for my horses and i think i had that basically there was this one video and i i wanted to it was when joey was only five he was still very young and i wanted to show the realities of owning a young horse i think especially as social media is such normally such a highlight reel everyone shows the best stuff so them winning at a show or doing really well or getting a clear round or getting a personal best at the dressage or whatever discipline you're doing people often show like the best things like the highest they've jumped or i don't know stuff like that so i think i know i kind of was like i want to be really honest with you guys because I think that's the joy of why so many people really enjoy my content is because I try and be as relatable as possible you know I show me mucking out the horses and on the podcast I talk about embarrassing things that I've done and mistakes I've made and things like that and um also you know I think a lot of um learner riders look up to me because you know when you're starting out if you like when I was younger, I, there wasn't really anyone like me to look up to or any, the, you know, social media just wasn't a thing. Um, so the only riders that I really like really looked up to were like ones in the Olympics, which was something that I knew was never, you know, never achievable for me. I would never be able to jump that big or compete to that level or have horses that nice. Um, but, you know, I still look up to those riders and I still do today. But I think, you know, what I do just being able to... Um, have a like, like a lone pony that you can look after or that kind of thing. I feel like um, what I show on the channel is more what an average horse rider or horse owner is like, which is a bit more achievable. But um, of course, I'm so, so privileged to have the horses and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I am in a such a privileged position to be able to own horses and to be able to ride horses and have lessons. Um, but yeah, sorry, back to back to the hate. Again, I have to keep going off topic. I'm like, girl, I don't want to talk about it. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I had some slightly nastier comments when when I was showing a video of the reality. Yeah, that was all talking about the reality of owning horses. And I was kind of showing the reality of owning and training a young horse. And because I am such, you know, a positive person, I'm always very upbeat. I always want the channel to be a happy and safe place that people can go to. They can watch my video after a bad day and feel better and that kind of thing. And I didn't want to be all doom and gloom because on that particular day, you know, I you know <laughs> my jumping position wasn't the best joey was very excited it took me a long time to calm him down i'd also just lost my confidence really badly and it was my first time back cross country after losing my confidence i actually had a really if you didn't know i had a really bad head injury um and i also broke a rib and uh, my helmet got taken to the child's own factory and they were like when they looked at it they were like girl how long were you in hospital for? They thought I had a really bad concussion. I might have had a concussion and just not really realised, but I didn't I didn't go to hospital, which maybe I should have. But anyway, um, so there was a lot going on. It was also just after lockdown was opening up. So Joey hadn't been out for a while. So it was kind of like a little bit of a recipe for disaster. But it was our first time. I'd taken him there 
to that place before the autumn before and he was so good no refusals jumped everything beautiful I like we were so in sync felt like such a good partnership um and then I took him back there for our first trip back because I thought he was so good last time we'll just do exactly the same I didn't realize how much my confidence not could really affected me I didn't realize how excited he would be for being out for the first time in like six months and um he also we'd done so much flat work and I'd worked so hard on him that winter he'd become so strong that I hadn't you know caught up with Joey's strength so I was like oh wow I am not used to riding a horse like this so it was a bit like having to relearn how to ride a whole new horse because I was like wow this horse has a lot of power so um and he was showing that power by putting his back legs up in the air and having a party because oh my gosh I can go to arena hires again and I wanted to show a little bit of that because I was like you know, there might be someone out there who's got a super fresh horse in the winter and they're really struggling with them or maybe they're training a young horse and they're really struggling and maybe they just see everyone, you know, doing so well on social media and they feel really bad about their riding on themselves. So that's why I wanted to do that. But also I maybe should have talked about more of the negatives, things I could have done better, um, things we could have improved on because I didn't really say any of those things. Again, I'm a positive person and I just talked about Again, like when we have a bad session, I always want to take away the positives. And the good thing was that he loaded in the horse box, which we were having problems with a little bit back then. Um, we went to somewhere which we hadn't been many times before. We got um, he's at the end of the session. He settled down. He wasn't very settled at the beginning, but at the end he settled down. He jumped some jumps really nicely at the end. Like we got there, but maybe I should have said, okay, I was sitting up for the fences a little bit more and wasn't folding as much because after the jumps Joey would put his back legs up in the air as a little celebration dance because he was so excited and I had a lot of I had people who I, I like weren't even eventers or did cross country being like you should fold like show jumping but when you're on a horse that's putting its back legs up in the air you know some eventers they do jump especially if we're doing a fence which is a drop fence you don't lean forward to that you kind of drop so that's what I was doing to be in a safe position and to try and keep myself as safe as possible I was leaning back over the fences to try and you know basically not be flinged off I was basically holding on a little bit for dear life since then you know I've worked so much on my core and I definitely feel like I'm a lot stronger of a rider and I feel like it's always important for us riders to try and be the best possible riders we can be for our horses because you know if you're more balanced and if you're stronger um, you're going to be putting less weight on your horse's back in uncomfortable positions and you're going to be unbalancing them less and obviously there's lots of other ways that you can you know try and be a good rider to make your horse comfortable and um I try and be as soft as I possibly can with my hands and things like that. So, um, but yeah, sorry, onto the, onto the hay. I did get a few people saying that because I wasn't folding over the jumps, I was a bad rider or that um, because Joey was zooming off, I was holding onto the reins too much and that um, I had a lot of people like, and then it just kind of spiraled out of control. People saying that I abused my horses and then people started coming up with all of these lies and all this stuff. And I don't know where people are getting some of this information from, but it kind of all spiraled and I just felt like everyone hated me. And I kind of just had a week of just crying and crying myself to sleep every night. Ooh. This is getting a little bit spicy. 
in the old eye department. I really thought, I thought I wasn't going to cry on, cry on the internet again, but here we are. All right, I'm going to try to not get too emotional about this. I thought, I thought I was all good, but you know what? It still gets me sometimes. But yeah, I just, I think I just feel bad for Esme. I can't even remember when it was. 2021 august but the video actually a video only came went out at the beginning of that year so it you know it was weird it was it was obviously a few comments like oh you maybe should have wrote a bit better that day and that kind of stuff which you know i i knew in d deep down but to feel like everyone hated me because i got left behind over a jump um yeah that was a lot i think that week i kind of spiraled and that was when I kind of thought, do I want to carry on doing this? And whew, I might need to get a tissue. And the reason why it upset me so much wasn't because I thought that people thought I was a bad rider. It was more because they thought that I didn't care about my animals or my horses or that I was horrible to them and things like that just because I got left behind on a jump once or twice. And um, that really upset me, but also it got really scary because people started saying that they would try and find out where I lived and would do really horrible things to me that I don't really want to talk about on the podcast because it's not very nice. But yeah, I had some like death threats and things like that. So that wasn't the, wasn't the best time. Um, I kind of, I think a lot of people didn't see me as a human then. They kind of just thought I was, I don't know, a character or something like that. And um, I think a lot of people who didn't know me at all just saw that one clip of me riding not very well because it was taken off out of context and people didn't know that he was a young horse that I was training and it was our first, all the other, all the stuff I've talked about basically. And they just thought that I was a really bad rider and didn't deserve anything that I have and all this kind of stuff. So that wasn't very nice. Um, my friends and family also got very scared at some of the comments that I got. So that was a little bit nasty, but I think also, I don't know if that came from a place of jealousy because all of that hate started up when I said that I was getting a new horse and everyone was saying, I can't believe she's getting another horse. She can't even ride the ones that she has and all that kind of stuff. And then when I announced that he it was Duke, and that he was a rescue that needed a home that I was taking in and was gonna look after um, from a horse charity who, number one, would never have given me Duke if I at all didn't look after my horses properly or didn't care about them or didn't give them the best life possible. So it sounds bad, but I think it was only then that it calmed down a little bit. Also, like I still had all of the equestrian brand. Like I think some people didn't even know about this because it was all just, it was mainly all on TikTok, really. It wasn't on any of my other platforms. So I think a lot of people that were kind of like older that weren't on TikTok just didn't hear or didn't know about any of this at all. So, um, you know, and I kind of just remember I had to say to myself, look, I know how much I care for my horses, how much love I give them and the best life I give them possible. The vets that see the horses regularly know I give them a good life. World Horse Welfare know that I give my horses a good life. Um, my instructors know that I give my horses a good life. All of my sponsors that I work with, they haven't like, you know, I wasn't like cancelled. It wasn't like, you know, I lost all my brand deals. Everyone stopped watching my videos or anything like that. Like it was, it, but at the time with all the hate that I got and all the horrible things that people said that they would do to me, 
it did feel like the end. <laughs> so that wasn't very nice. I really didn't want to cry on the channel again, but here we are. I mean, it's not as bad. Last time I was crying was like because I thought Joey was going to die. So this really isn't as dramatic. Like, girl, I need to pull myself together. But um, to be fair, I, it sounds really bad. But I think actually people kind of saw me as a real human when Joey had his accident. And I just talked to you guys about that. And it's weird because if you searched up this as me, Joey... Before it was about all the hate and all, all the horrible things. And then that's just like completely disappeared ever since Joey's had his accident. And it's all like Joey almost dying and all the, that sort of like dramatic stuff. So it's sad how quickly people can change up and change up their opinion. And also how quickly people can jump on the bandwagon of hate or of this thing when they don't actually know the whole story or don't even know me at all. And I think sometimes people just love to be malicious and love to hate on people, I guess, or be horrible or kind of, you know. So there is that. But anyway, I, I don't even know what I need to talk about now. Everything's kind of gone out the window. Uh, I didn't, I really thought, like, I really thought I wasn't going to cry, but here we are. <laughs> also, I do just want to put it out there that I'm okay. I'm more upset for, like, past Esme and also all the other kind of younger or beginner equestrians or learning equestrians who go through this as well or have had lots of nasty things said to them I just feel bad and it's just really sad so that is why I thought I, I was thought I was fine I am fine I promise I haven't I literally have not cried about this for like two years so there we go but anyway if you don't have anything nice to say just don't say it because you never know what somebody is going through you know even if that's not about you know how they're doing their sport if it's you know how they look or their weight or things like that that can really really affect someone for the rest of their life so just please don't be an idiot one of the things that I saw that really really upset me this was actually on a friend of mine that I actually met at the RDA um, national championships and she did incredible there she's going to go so far with her riding um and she posted a um competition video on her socials and somebody commented you need to put your heels down more or like some sort of critique on her riding and you know they obviously had never really seen her before didn't follow her didn't know her because she has cerebral palsy and like that's how much her leg can bend and it just infuriated me it made me so upset and it just makes me so like upset with the equestrian community and it just I don't know it's I, I it sounds I don't know it's just bad isn't it like I don't know if this is in any other like you just wouldn't give anyone unsolicited advice would you like I, I'm so lucky to have my instructors and you know the things that I was struggling with Joey I've worked on and I'm such a stronger and better rider now and don't get me wrong everyone like everyone has something to work on even all the top riders that I meet and interview and I'm so lucky to do that even they will say you know I've had real bad days I've fallen off at shows I've done this on that and the other and I've made mistakes and um, I'm always striving to be a better person better rider and better horsemanship and all that kind of stuff so there we go everyone is just trying to do our best we're all going along every equestrian journey is different we're all going at different rates for whatever reasons happen in, a, in our lives or whatever life throws at you but there we go I feel like uh that's probably everything I have to say for now about hating the equestrian world I've been really 
anxious about making this video and really worried about it. So hopefully you guys think what I've talked about is all right. Let me know what you think in the comments. Let me know also if you'd like to see more podcast episodes where I talk about a particular topic like this, because often, as I said before, I talk about lots of different random things. I feel like this is also going to be an episode where people who maybe don't listen to the podcast will listen to it. So if you want to listen to some of my other episodes, they're on all the normal, you know, podcast providers. Um, so if you want to listen to them on the go, going places. I always love hearing about where you guys listen to the podcast. A lot of you guys say on long car journeys or when you're mucking out or when you're like cooking or doing your laundry or just, you know, everyday tasks or going for a walk. Actually, that's really nice. You guys say you go for a little walk with your dogs, listen to the podcast in the countryside. That's always really cute. Anyway. Um, yeah. So be kind. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> Don't be, you know, silly. It's just embarrassing. So, yeah, we're all trying to do the best for our horses and doing being the best riders we can. So, yeah, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you so much to Red Post for sponsoring the podcast. Really, really appreciate it. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.